Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. One Silver! Let's go, big fellow! I'm silver! The glow of sunset revealed a grim scene near the small jail. Half a dozen men spiked heavy timbers into place on a construction job that had to be finished before morning. The men were building a gallows. A ten-foot platform was partially completed, and the heavy upright with the arm that would support the rope was already in place. A short distance away, another group of men worked on the hangman's rope, stretching it, working it to make it pliable, preparing it to take the life of the man inside the jail. Sheriff Paxton stood outside the window, talking to the man who was sentenced to die. There wasn't any place else to build it, Jim. That's why we had to do it right in plain view. You waited till the last minute, Sheriff. Well, I figured maybe something would happen so as you wouldn't have to hang. Hmm. What is it that could happen? The jury found me guilty of murder. That settles it. Uh, boys will have to work by torchlight to get it done. That's too bad. A hammer will probably keep you awake all night. Hmm. What's the difference? Well, I suppose you wouldn't sleep much anyhow. 
Wouldn't want to waste your last hour sleeping. It wouldn't be so bad if... If what, Jim? If I was guilty of murder. You still stick to the story that you ain't guilty? Sheriff, there's no reason to change that story. I'm not guilty. I tell you, I don't deserve to die. You're building that gallows to hang an innocent man. Martha, I... I wish you'd come away from that window. You've been sitting there staring out into the dark for over an hour. Oh, Jeremy. I wonder if our boy can see the stars from... from his window. Martha, please. Don't they seem particularly bright tonight? Oh, Jeremy, if I could only feel sure that Jim was guilty, the thought of him dying for a crime he didn't commit is most more than I can stand. Martha, you can take my word for it. Jim is guilty. But there have been mistakes. Maybe when a man is convicted on what they call circumstantial evidence. But that wasn't Jim's case. Men saw him commit the murder. Those men could have lied about it. Not those men, Martha. They ain't the kind of men that tell lies. Anyhow, there'd be nothing for them to gain by it. Jeremy, there could have been a score of eyewitnesses and I'd still feel that Jim was innocent. No, honey. It's true. A mother knows. Jim looked me right in the eye and told me that he was innocent. That's all I need. I'll see who that is. Mr. Mead. Mary Stewart. I, I couldn't stand being alone on this night. Hello, Mary. Oh, Mrs. Mead. May I stay with you? Oh, it's sweet of you to come here. I, I had to. I had to be with someone who loves Jim as much as I do. Mrs. Mead, he isn't a murderer. I know he isn't, Mary. I, I couldn't love a murderer. And I do love Jim. I, I'll always love him. Your love and faith are sustained him, Mary. If he was guilty, he'd say so. He'd have confessed before this. Jim's no coward. When did you see him for the last time, Harry? I, I was in town just before sunset. Martha and I saw him this afternoon. Then you don't know what they're doing. What do you mean? Oh, what are they doing, Mary? I shouldn't have spoken. Why? Tell us. They're building a gallows. Oh. A gallows? And they're doing it right outside the window, where Jim can see them. That mean, ornery sheriff, that's his work. It's Sheriff Paxton's idea, the dirty polecat. Why did he have to torture Jim in his last hours with... with that sort of thing? They'll be working by torchlight all night long. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy. And I'd hoped Jim could sit quiet and look at the stars. <laughs> Jim's parents lived on a small ranch about a mile from town. A tiny campfire gleamed in the darkness a couple of miles beyond the meat ranch. Here, the Lone Ranger and Tonto tried to fathom the mystery of the last-minute gallows. No one could give a reason for it, Tonto? No. No one, no. That's strange. Four men have been hanged in this town in the past three years. In every case, the hangman used that tree in the grove south of the jail. That's right. Must be some reason why Sheriff Paxton decided to build a gallows for Jim Mead. Uh, me not find it. There must be a reason why he waited until the last minute to start work on the gallows. Jim in jail for many weeks. Yes, I know it. His 
There's been ample time to do that work. But instead of starting it sooner, the sheriff's waited until the carpenters have to work by torchlight to get it ready in time. Tonto, do the people in town think Jim got a fair trial? Ah. There's no doubt about his guilt? There's no question. Eyewitness sea murder. Horse come this way. Yes, I hear it. And come plenty fast. Coming down the trail from town. Ah, not too fast for travel in dark. Horse may be fall. You'll pass within a few yards of it. You hear that? A fall. And plenty bad fall. Come on, Toto. Someone must have been badly hurt. That was a hard fall. Uh, be ready. Steady, Silver. Toto, he shot the horse. We go see what happens. Steady, big fella. One, Silver. Get him up, scout. Right over there. Yes, I see it, Toto. There, horse on ground. And feller alongside. Rain up there. Stand where you are, I'll kill you. Hold your fire a minute. Rain up and dismount. Keep your hands from your guns. Oh, who's the lady? Who's the fella? Said the big fella. We heard you fall. Are you hurt? No. But my horse is dead. And I'm going to kill the skunks that caused it. Hey, is that a mask on your face? Yes. Akimasabi, look here. Strong rope stretched between two trees. That's what tripped my horse. A few inches from the ground. Your horse was certain to fall. I know that. Did you put that rope there? Hardly. You were traveling fast. Yes, I'm going to keep on traveling fast. I'm taking one of those horses. Put that gun away. I want to know more about you and the attempt to kill you. Kill me? You fell from jail. Is you... that true? Are you Jim Meade? None of your business. How did you get out of jail? I'm not talking. I'm taking that white horse. You'd uh, better give me that gun before you get into more trouble. I won't. I... I'll get back. Get back or I'll shoot. Jim, I'm calling you on there. Now, don't. Give me the gun. You, oh, you confounded. Now, that's better. I didn't think you'd shoot. Hey, look here. You're masked. You're an outlaw, too. Why don't you leave me alone? You're sentenced to hang. Are you a criminal? No, I'm not. Then don't jump to conclusions about this mask. Kimasabi, horse hoofs coming this way. It's a law. They found I got out. They're coming after me. Jim, get away from here and hide. We'll see who's coming. Hide? Where? Circle back to your home. Stay there with your parents. But they, they don't... Do what you're told. And when you get there, look at this cartridge. It may help you to understand. Now, hurry. Now I can hear those hoofs. Yes, get going. All right, I'll do what you say. I'll go home. Toto, bring the horses back here among the trees. Uh, this way, Scout. Come, Silver. Come. Come, Rain up right here, Breed. Oh, oh, oh. his horse. Hey, it's dead. It must have been the shot we heard. Guess so. A rope do the trick, I scott. Yeah, we gotta get rid of it. As soon as we get it into my saddlebag, we'll go hunting for Jim. If we can find him, we'll shoot him on sight. Got him off, huh? Huh? Who's that? You'll do no man hunting tonight. Who are you? Where'd you come from? Cut a section out of that rope and tie them up, Toto. Ah, uh, me fix them. There was a great hue and cry when it was learned that the prisoner had broken out of jail and gotten away. Me has escaped. Get everyone out. Turn out those other deputies. Get horses and guns. You men, never mind that gallows. Join the manhunt. That's more important. Where's that confounded guard that let him get away? Sheriff, it wasn't my fault. Oh, never mind that now. Meade will go to one of two places. He'll head for the border or go to his home where his parents will hide him. Yeah, and he'll... Shut up and listen. I'll lead the manhunt. You get to the Meade ranch and see if Jim's there. Now get going. Right. Steady, boy. (laughs) Get up there. 
Evening, Mr. Meade. Oh, Sam. Why are you here? Mind if I step in for a minute? No. Come on in. Martha, you know Sam Turnbull. Oh, yes. Sam, I reckon you know Mary Stewart. Uh, yeah. Good evening. Uh, I, uh... Well, what do you want, Sam? I'd sooner do most anything than come here like this, Mr. Meade. The sheriff sent me. You see... Jim has escaped from jail. Oh, Jack? Yeah, I, I couldn't watch all sides of the jail at once. While I was checking the lock on the front door, he somehow got out the rear and stole the horse and got away. I'm glad to hear it. I hope he's never found. Miss Mary, you wouldn't say that if you knew the true facts. I know the facts. Sheriff Pacton was doing all he could to make Jim's last night a miserable one. He had men building that gallows right under Jim's nose. Now, even... just a minute, Miss Mary. Why did you come here, Mr. Turnbull? Because the sheriff figured that Jim would either head for the border or come here. Well, he isn't here. I... I hate to doubt your word, Mrs. Mead, but... You insist on searching? Go ahead. Then get out, Sam. In case you can understand why we don't want company tonight. Jeremy, if you could only savvy what the sheriff had in mind. Hang it all, Jim made the biggest mistake of his life when he broke out of jail. He should have stayed there to hang for a crime he didn't commit, huh? Miss Mary, if Jim hadn't escaped, he'd have never gone to the gallows. What's that you say? I'll tell you why Sheriff Paxton had that thing built where Jim could see it. Sheriff Paxton wasn't satisfied that Jim was guilty, in spite of all the evidence. He couldn't believe that Jim had shoot a man in the back. Even though the jury said he was guilty, the sheriff wasn't satisfied... And so he tried a scheme. What do you mean, Sam? He had men building that gallows. He was doing his level best to get Jim to confess. He figured that if he could shake Jim's nerves enough, he'd break down and confess. Then the hanging could go on. But he'd made up his mind that if Jim walked up them 13 steps without admitting his guilt, he'd be innocent. Then he wasn't going through with the hanging. Oh, Jeremy. Oh. You're telling the truth, Sam? Yes, I am. But now Jim's escaped. He'll be shot on sight. Now nothing can save him. <gasps> Jeremy, look. Jim. Oh. Dad. Uh, oh, Jim, why'd you do it? Stick him up, Jim. Sam, you here. Get him up. My orders are to take you back, dead or alive. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. As Jim Meade walked into his home, the guard from the jail whipped out his gun. Jim raised his hands. A small object fell to the floor. Sorry about this, Jim. I got no choice. I got to take you back. I know. Oh, Jim, you don't know the whole story. What's that cartridge you dropped? 
man gave it to me. It's curious. I'm ready, Sam. Tell me this, Jim. How'd you get out of jail? I had a note saying the lock was busted. That's all I know. I found a saddled horse with a gun belt hanging on the pommel. I don't stop to ask questions. Jim, where'd you get this cartridge? What's the difference, Dan? A lot of difference. This is made of silver. Who gave it to you? A man that came along after my horse tripped. Was he, he masked? Yes. Told me to come here and hide. He was masked? Yes. Why? Did he have a white horse? Dad, what's the... Did di- he? Yes, but what's Jim. it... Jim! Jim, you met the Lone Ranger. What? Is that who... He's the one that told me to come here to the house. Sure he did. He's on the side of the wall. He probably figured we'd come here looking for you. I suppose so. Jim, they weren't going to hang you. What's that, Mary? No, they weren't. The sheriff wasn't convinced of your guilt. He was going to take you up to the gallows, but if you hadn't confessed the crime by that time, he he was going to put you back in jail and try to find some way that someone else could have killed old Joe Beasley. Sam, is that true? No use denying it, Jim. Your escape has wrecked your last chance. Not quite. What, what the... There he is. Matt! Oh, the Lone Ranger. Meade, your back door was open. You... Why did you come here? Because I think there's doubt about Jim's guilt. There can't be. Yes, there is. The men who arranged his escape knew about the sheriff's plan to give him a stay of execution. They didn't want any further investigation made. They wanted Jim to hang. I never thought of that. Now, tell me all you can about the killing this charge to Jim. All the facts. Who he's charged with having killed. I'll tell you that. Jim's supposed to have killed an old man named Joe Beasley. Five of the boys in town was riding home from a dance at the Masterson Ranch. They passed old Joe's house and seen a light. As they got abreast of it, the door opened and old Joe stood in the doorway looking out. There was a shot and Joe fell dead. He was shot in the back. I was in his bedroom when I heard the shot. I hurried to the door as the five men came up. Yeah, they caught Jim right there in the house. He says he was in the bedroom, but he couldn't have been. He must have been in the living room of the house to shoot old Joe. His gun had one cartridge exploded. I always carry an exploded cartridge under the hammer. That is your story, Jim. But with eyewitnesses... What, uh, what was the motive? Robbery. Old Joe was thought to have a lot of cash hid in his house. We found $200 on Jim. Joe gave me the money. He owed it to me. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't very convincing. There was no one else in the house? No, I was there alone. He admits that much. Yeah, the case was strong. Can't hold a jury to blame. Jim, have you any idea what happened? All I know is what I told in court... I was riding home from the dance at the Masterson Ranch. He left the dance before it ended. I did, because I remembered that old Joe had asked me to stop by his place. I went by and saw it lighted, so I went in. Old Joe was mighty excited. He heard me ride up and met me at the door with a gun in his hand. When he saw who it was, he said, Thank goodness it's you, Jim. Come in. Come in and let me close this door. Joe, what's happened? Thieves. Sneak thieves in the night. They got my money. They did? All but $200 I'd taken from my hiding place to pay you for that stock I bought. When did they steal it? Tonight. Come in the bedroom. I'll show you. I was sleeping. I don't know what woke me up, but I was wide awake all of a sudden. I remembered you said you might stop by. So I lit the lamp in the bedroom. That one right there. And then I seen that the loose brick in the fireplace had been taken out. I felt in the opening and the cash was gone. Let me look around the room, Joe. Maybe there's tracks or something. Wait. I think I heard hoofbeats. I'll go to the door and see if anyone else is coming by. Go ahead, Joe. Here. You take this 200 before I lose that, along with the rest. I'll be right back. You see if you can find any clues. A minute later, I heard a shot. I ran to the other room and saw Joe sprawled in the open door. And five men came in and grabbed me. And they accused Jim of the murder. That's the way he tells the story. Now, if you ain't making no more objections, mister, I'll take the critter to jail. Not just yet. I can see where the evidence was all against me. 
Did anyone know how much cash old Joe had? No. Must have had a lot. But maybe not. Maybe the 200 was all he had. Guard, uh, who knew about the sheriff's plan to postpone the execution if Jim didn't confess? That's none of your business. Do you want to be held as my prisoner from now on? You can't get away with this. Answer my question. Who knew the sheriff's plan? Well, there was Mr. Quimby, the lawyer. He's a mighty fine man. And the judge knew it and agreed to it. Oh. Who else? That's all. Are you dead sure? Well, let me see. There was Scar Peters. He wasn't supposed to know about it, but he was hanging around the outside of the office when the sheriff was telling about Scar it. Scar Peters? Yeah. Good. Good? What do you That's mean? That's a name I wanted to hear. Jim, take that guard's gun. What? Well, you try it. Take it. Well, if you say so. Go ahead, son. It's the Lone Ranger talking. Keep the guard here until I come back. You'll regret this. You wait and see what happens to you for aiding and abetting a criminal. I'll return as soon as possible. You wait till the sheriff hears about this. I'm on my way to tell him about it right now. Mead, you better let me go. Sam, yeah. I'm taking orders from the Lone Ranger. Come on, Silver. Sheriff Paxton was alone in his office. Though the hour was late, the lawman remained on duty to receive reports from the men he dispatched in search of Jim Mead. When he heard a horse stop outside... He thought it might be Sam returning with word from the Mead Ranch. The appearance of a tall, masked man came as a surprise. Hey! Steady, Sheriff. Keep your hands on the desk. Mask by thunder! Of all the downright nerve, you walk right in Just here and tell me... I came to give you the truth about Jim Mead. Jim Mead? Hold it. What do you know about Jim Mead? I know he's innocent. That's good news to you, isn't it? Ah, innocent, my eye. You thought he was innocent. I did, until he broke out of jail and escaped. He hasn't gone far with his parents. The Mead Ranch? Yes. And your guard is there with him. Well, of all... Say, who are you? Never mind that, Sheriff. I know the men who murdered Joe Beasley. Who are they? The same men who sent a note telling Jim Mead that he could go out the rear door of the jail. The men who left a horse for him to ride. Then set a trap in the hope that they might kill him as an escaping prisoner. Well, hold on. He was going to hang at sunrise. Why would they do that? Because he was not going to hang and they knew it. Uh, He'd never confessed to a crime he didn't commit. You'd have postponed the hanging and tried to find some manner to account for Joe's murder. Now, isn't that true? Well... I have those killers for you, Sheriff. Scar Peters and his half-breed pal. Uh-huh. Go on. Old Joe's money's in their saddlebags. Where's that money now? Still in the saddlebags. Now, uh, look here. It's one thing to make an accusation. It's another thing to prove it. Yes, I know that. You seem to know a lot about this case. I've learned a lot since sundown. You know the evidence that convicted Jim Mead? Yes, and I also know the story Jim Mead told. I see. Well, mister, I'm frank to say I suspect Scar Peters a lot quicker than Jim Mead. But the facts don't back your story. Yes, they do. If that's your opinion, you don't know the facts. The facts are misinterpreted. Sheriff, I want you to get the judge, some members of the jury, and the men who testified against Jim. Now? Yes. Get them out of bed, and we'll get at the truth. We'll go to Joe Beasley's house and see what really happened. What if I don't? If you don't do as I ask... Jim Meade will be over the border by sunrise. Is that a threat? No, merely a statement of fact. If you'll do as I ask, I give you my word that Jim Meade will surrender to you. No matter whether you convince us or not? No matter. It's a deal. All right, I'll go to Beasley's house and light the lamps. I'll meet you there as soon as I can get the judge and all the rest of them up and astride a horse. Thanks, Sheriff. I'll see you soon. Leave the door open. I'm coming right out as soon as I get some extra guns.
getting us out of bed. Fine thing. It's going to take a lot to change my mind about who's guilty. Yeah, me too. Is the sheriff gone loco to take orders from a masked man? Hello. We're all set now. How many are here? Ten of us, Chef. All five of the witnesses? Yeah, five of the jury. I thought the judge was to be here. He's on hand. You'll see him soon enough. Uh, we're all set. Well, thanks, Sheriff. On the night of the murder, you men rode by here, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, the house was lighted just as it is now. Yep, just the same. Then we seen Joe Beasley's front door open and Joe step out. Now watch. Open the door. That's it, just like that. He stood there outlined against the lighted room. That's all right, boys. Now, uh, where did that shot come from? Inside the house. Same as on the night old Joe was shot. Go up to the house with me. Boys, are you sure that sounded the same as it did that other night? Stand just as you were, Judge Quimby. I have a clue. Oh, it's a judge we've seen in the doorway. Look at him. Boys, boys, he's facing into the house. Have you seen enough? If the shot you heard had sent a bullet into the judge's back... Where would the shot have come from? Oh, back there. Well, it couldn't have come from inside the house. Not with the judge facing inside. Of course not. Not if it was to hit him in the back. Great guns. Now I get it. Men, here's what happened. Jim told you in court that old Joe had been robbed before he got here. Well, that was the truth. The thieves, however, didn't go away. They may have known that Jim was coming here and decided to frame him. Fate played into their hands. By gobs, I see it all now. Old Joe heard Hoofbeast just as Jim said. And he left the house to investigate, closing the door behind him. He saw you five men coming from the dance. He turned around to return to the house. You saw him open the door just as you saw the judge. And we couldn't tell which way he was facing. He was outlined against the light, and I figured he was coming out. Oh, so did I. But he wasn't. He was going in. Hold on. We heard the shot that killed him. It came from the house. You just heard another shot. Well, that came from the house, too. You're wrong, boys. There's no shot fired from the house. But we heard it. It was clear now. Just a minute. Wait a minute. Otto, fire again. There's where the shot came from. Why, that came from those trees. It was over there. That's where Scar Peters was when he shot old Joe. The sound rebounded from the house. That's why it seemed to come from the house. It was, in reality, fired from beyond you. That's it, boys. I know that's it. I'm sure Scar Peters didn't figure it all out. He just had fate on his side for the time being. Yes, but he had you against him. Boys, I propose to reopen the case of Jim Mead. And start a new one with Scar Peters and Breed on the receiving end. You'll find them over there, Sheriff, with Toto. Joe's cash is in the saddlebags. Steady, big fella. One silver. Why do you think Jeremy's so long out front? I, I wish I knew, Mrs. Mead. Dad, rat it if I'm held prisoner here much longer. Take it easy, Sam. You're here till I get word that you're to go. Jeremy, what, what do you mean? Who was there? Now, one at a time, one at a time. Folks. Jeremy, who'd you talk to outside? Martha, Mary, your boy ain't gonna hang. Oh, gee. Oh, the sheriff sent word that Jim's to stay home on a special order of the judge. The oh, sheriff said that? Yeah, that's right, Sam. And you ought to go and help guard the two men that's in jail. The self-confessed murderers of old Joe Beasley. Confessed? They admitted it when the Lone Ranger took them in hand.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>